Dating anxiety. Why do we have it? What should we talk about on the first date? What is too much to share? What signs should I watch for in a person on the first date? We are talking everything first dates on today's show. I'm Angie. Stick around with me and let's talk love. All right, guys, what's up? We are coming with a fun episode in April. <laughs> Last week, we talked about interracial dating, and this week, we're talking about first date awkwardness, and this is one that many people have asked me about, and I know some of y'all are probably like, girl, what do you even know about dating? You've been married for 16 years. You can't tell me nothing, but I coach a lot of single women in dates and just in dating, uh, understanding that these are some things to that we that we need to be mindful of and I am aware of just being married and counseling couples married and just in a committed relationship of stuff not to ignore while you're dating somebody and oftentimes we have first date anxiety for several reasons it could be because we're just shy right we don't really know this person we don't know what to talk about we're trying to be on our best behavior in other words we're not being ourselves we're not being organic it could be we're uh, socially challenged some of people are just socially awkward and so they don't really know how to date appropriately they don't really know what to do it could be because you're afraid of failure we see this a lot with women who have had failed relationships and they don't want to get on the dating scene because x y and z happened in the past and it's real it's not for us to judge but it's real life reasons why people fear that first date and just have dating anxiety in general it could also be, be it could also be because you're too cocky or you're not prepared and so this is what we're talking about today just prepping for the first date in things to be conscious of when you're dating somebody it could be because you're dating too many people at one time and so we talked about this I want to say either a month ago or a couple weeks ago about just what is is it right to date should you date one person or should you date multiple people and you guys know I told you I don't have really a say so in that I think it's just a matter of what you can handle Dating is about exploring suitability of a person. And so if you feel like doing that through multiple people, then do it through multiple people. If you just want to do one at a time, then do one at a time. I think also we have anxiety because we want to be liked. And I talked about how reciprocal attraction can kind of play a part in this as well because you don't want to just like somebody because they like you and you don't want to force them to like you and so that can cause anxiety as well and it could be what could cause it is it could be because you're possibly dating a friend or a best friend and it's going to new levels so that can cause anxiety as well and so these are all things to be if you fall in this category we're going to talk about some things today to help you kind of overcome that and just get prepared for dating and so there's this question about what to talk about on the first date. And I had somebody ask me, well, what is too much information to share? What should I be discussing on the first date to truly get to know somebody, especially if you're a person who is dating with intention? Because we have this thing where you want to date with purpose, especially if you're a person who wants to get married. You want to just get to know this person and not play games. Now, 
when this person asked me this, I definitely believe that there's a thing in sharing too much information. There's a fine line in being yourself and then telling all your business. And it's called casual conversation. You can have casual conversation. Now, here's the thing to think about with this. You wouldn't just tell all your business to a stranger or a random person or anybody else. So why would you do it on a first date? That's just simple. You don't need to express that you were molested or you don't need to express all that like some vulnerabilities i'm a person that believes you get my trust 100 percent. you start out with an a with trust and it's up to you to either keep it or get an f and fail <laughs> and, and this is the same thing with vulnerabilities and when you're dating somebody or actually it's not the i don't mean it's the same thing it's the opposite when it comes to vulnerabilities and i share that in my book i'm sorry about that guys i share that in my book and i go into depth about how vulnerabilities is something that's earned i don't need to tell you my deepest darkest secrets on the first date you didn't earn that you don't earn you earn somebody's vulnerabilities you earn the the gift of knowing why they are the way that they are and so things that you can be discussing is just general talk about how somebody's day was. That's normal conversation to talk about. More specific, ask the uh, one thing that the Kardashians did that I absolutely loved was the peak and pit of their day. So they talked about what was the highlight of the day and what was not the highlight of your day. And so that's good conversation to have on a first date. Also, your background. So not that, like I said, that you had something traumatic, traumatic happen to you, but something to the extent of where you're from. You know, you can ask subtly how you grew up, what impacted you the most growing up. And I have relationship cards that are launching next Friday about, which I'm so, so excited about because it's been a long time coming. I had them done earlier this year, but I was just waiting for the right time to launch. But I have relationship cards coming soon to where you guys can open the conversation and know what to ask. And so they're broken down into phases dating because i believe there's different things you should be talking about at different levels so you have the dating period you have the committed stage and then you have marriage and then each question in each period is different questions of just how to nurture the relationship and so you can learn more there about you know just if you're in this period what to talk about but you can also talk about things that you like to do and this will open the conversation up for potential next date okay you like to do this well maybe on the next date we can go do that and so these are things that you can be talking about on your first date that won't come off too aggressive but casual and kind of meaningful as well i think also it's important when you're trying to learn somebody to let them know what you like so that they know how to entertain you and you know what they can plan for the next date as well you can follow up with what made you interested in that when you're asking them about what they like. Well, how? why are you interested in bowling? Like, was there something that you did when you were younger, X, Y, and Z? You can also talk about what motivates you. So it's deep, but it's not too deep to the point where you scare somebody off. Now, if you're over a certain age, like 28, 29, if you're over 28, 29, then you should definitely be talking about what motivates you, especially if you're looking for marriage. So talking about what motivates you, what are they inspired by? Deep, but not too deep that, like I said, it'll turn them off. <laughs> also talking about values, your morals, your beliefs, because if they don't al align with yours, then what, what's the point? 
what's the point of even going on a second date if your morals and your values don't align together and and that could just be brought up in a simple of how you grew up did you grow up in church did you grow up believing you know whatever the case may be you can learn from that way what this person stands on you know what their what are their thoughts on integrity sometimes also too we need to understand we don't always have to be talking silence is golden you can see a lot in silence and you can hear a lot in silence like patience and if this person is okay with being by themselves if you can enjoy silence and i know okay you're okay with being by yourself and you possibly aren't going to go out looking for somebody else and, and cheat on me because you can't stand to be alone the truth is you aren't going to be talking all the time in your marriage and in your relationship there are times where me and they are literally in silence we drove home the other day it was like two hours away i said we probably talked a total of 30 minutes it's not because we're not interested in each other and we don't have nothing to say but it could be our individual time where we're just thinking about different things but silence is golden you can learn a lot about somebody in silence especially if you're watching their behaviors and their demeanor it's important to know that surface level things are okay to talk about on first date there's nothing boring because you have to start with something that will lead you into something else so there's nothing that's that is boring conversation it can always if it's flowing organically it's going to lead into other things the most important thing here is to remember to talk about things you are truly hype about that excites you because that's how the conversation will flow organically if you're excited about something if you're reaching for things and you're trying to just pull something out of the air that's when it becomes awkward because you're either thinking too much or and it's not that you're not interested in this person because it's the first day you don't even know them you know you don't know them so it's just that you have some kind of internal thing that's probably going on now as you continue to date this person there are deeper questions you can ask and like i said i had those phases in the relationship cards that are launching next friday and uh, hopefully you check that out and and you'll love it i hope so but we talked about what to talk about but there's things that we miss when it comes to dating and first date and it's just signs to watch in somebody on a first date. And so I think there are some important things that you need to be watching when you are dating somebody. And the first thing is the love bombing, overwhelming you with compliments and gifts. Now, this is a green flag that is a red flag and they may want something in return for this. Uh, you definitely want to watch how much they're giving to you because again, you don't know this person. They should not be doing too much for you. Yeah, you can have a grand gesture of like a nice restaurant, but if you're buying me Givenchy and in or even a coach bag, you're doing too much. We don't know each other to be doing all that. Let's go on the first date. Let's see if we like each other and let's go from there. Then we can talk about gifts and stuff later down the line. The second thing you need to watch is how they handle conflict in situations. So if you show up late to dinner, how did they handle that? The waiter and the staff, if they're taking too long, how are they handling that? These are all things, how they interact with other people. These are all things you need to be watching on the first date because if they're not handling conflict in situations good with somebody else, chances are they're not handling, they're not going to handle it well with you in the relationship could be a bad day, it could be an off day, and I'm getting ready to tell you about that in a minute, but those are things to watch for. 
you don't want to watch too much because you still want to be in the moment. You still want to live in the moment. And I have a free complimentary class on AngelaRoll.com where I dig deep into that on how to live in the moment but still watch behavior. So you could check that out. Again, it's complimentary on AngelaRoll.com. Now, when you're watching these things, those are the two biggest things to watch for, right? Now, when you're watching this, those things, that does not mean you stop dating men. You're just watching them. They're on your radar. Like I said, this person could have had a bad day to make them act the way they acted towards the waiter. All right, you peeped it. Keep it in the back of your head. That doesn't mean, and I'm not saying they just do one thing. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. They do one thing and then you just decide, oh, I don't want to date them no more. Everybody has an off day. Everybody has an off moment. So just watch the behavior and take note of it. Take mental note of it, but just still live in, live in the moment and be in the moment. And I always, somebody asked me the other day, should women ask men out on a date or on the next date? And I feel like it's not a right or wrong answer for this. If it's organic, then ask them something like, this was nice or, you know, you want to do this again or <laughs> the day and age of men doing everything, planning dates and doing all that stuff, it doesn't always have to be that. The woman can step up and do that as well and just embrace be, doing something nice for her, for their, for their, whoever it is they're dating or their partner. So if you're a woman and you are apprehensive about asking a man on the next day or asking him out, please, please don't be. Please don't be. It's okay. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with being assertive in what you want. And the reason why nothing is wrong with it, because I guarantee you that there's some other woman out there that's going to be assertive with what she wants. And it just shows confidence in us that, okay, we're afraid. We're not afraid to take a risk. Like this person may not like us how we like them, but we're still going to go out on a limb and just ask. Hey, you want to go out on the next date? Or you don't always have to prove a point to men. And I feel like that's what a lot of women do. They try to prove a point to men. Oh, he needs to ask me. What are you trying to prove? If you want to go out with him again, ask him. Regardless of if he's asking you. Because he could be feeling the same way. Maybe she didn't like me the way I like him. So just, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you want to date somebody, I feel like you should be free to ask them when you want to ask them, how you want to ask them. So... I want to share some of my favorite first date places to go and why they are my favorite places. And the first thing is, the first place is dinner. And it's just for conversation or a coffee shop. You definitely want to engage in communication. You don't want to just sit in silence all the time like you're at a movie theater. But you definitely want to engage in conversation because you want to learn how they communicate. You want to... Not that you'll learn all of that in one date, but you want to just start the process of learning and just learning about them and their background. And you can't do that without communication. And so I definitely think dinner or coffee shop or something like that will make room for you to have deep conversation and fun conversation and just get to know each other and talk. You have to open up your mouth. The second place that I would suggest you go to is an, an escape room. So with an escape room, you have to communicate with one another and then you have to be a team. This will help you identify if this person is 
can they work together as a team? And, you know, when you get in a relationship, a committed relationship, and then you ultimately get married, even if you don't get married and you're one of those people that just want a partnership, you still have to work together as a team. You still have to do things as a team. And if you can't communicate with me, if you don't know how to work together, then we're probably not going to go the long distance. And I think an escape room is really a prime place to just get a, a hint. Now, again, you're not going to figure this person all out on one date, but it'll give you a hint of how this person is when it comes to teamwork. The third place that I would suggest you go to is a comedy club. The thing is, can you laugh together? You want a partner that you can laugh with, that you can have a sense of humor because life is going to throw some darts at you. Life is going to throw some things at you and you just need, <laughs> you're going to have to just laugh it off. Or karaoke, you know, things like that. You'll find out if this person is uptight doing fun things and fun activities. You want somebody that is serious and, 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 and possesses leadership skills, even in a man and a woman or, or a woman. But you also want somebody who is fun and knows how to just let loose because that's what life is about, letting loose sometimes, just being free and just laughing. Like I said, sometimes Kevin Hart, laugh at my pain. Sometimes you're going to have to laugh through those tough times, laugh to keep from keep from crying. Trust me when I tell you. Or another first date idea is to simply ask what this person likes to do or what they want to do. And by doing this, asking them where they want to go instead of just planning a date, it shows that you're concerned about what they like to do instead of just picking something that you like to do. So it's good to also ask them what they want to do. This person may not like comedy clubs for whatever reason. Maybe you can go somewhere else you know, to find out if they have a sense of humor or just see if you can laugh together and see if you share common interests like that. So just simply ask them, you know, where they want to go. What do you want to do? What do you like to do? And plan around that. The goal on your first day is to keep things chill, but suddenly gain knowledge about this person. And then you can slowly peel back those layers like that onion as you continue to date one another and then possibly move into a committed relationship. I think if you go into the date prepared and relaxed, anxiety would be reduced. Let your conversation flow organically. Let your conversation just ease into things, but be purposeful to avoid the wrong people. And I think once you do those things, your first date will go well. So I hope these tools, these tips helped you on your you know, first date. If you're going on your first date or been on the first date, you want to know a mistake you possibly made. I think this will help you just know what to talk about. Be open to possible small talk. Everything doesn't have to be deep. You'll have plenty of time. If it's God's will for you guys to be together, you'll have plenty of time to talk about the deep things. But, you know, like I said, there are some deep things that you should be talking about, like, you know, values and, hey, how did you, how did you grow up? Or, you know, what is your, what's your background like? What were your parents like growing up? How did they raise you? These are really good questions that are just kind of just chill, but can peel back a little layer or two about who it is you're getting into a relationship with. And we just also talked about some good first date places where you can get to know this person and how their relational skills will help y'all's relationship in the future. <laughs> Nate and I, our first date, we went to McDonald's. 
my choice. It was not his. It was my choice. And we were teenagers. Don't judge. And so we went to McDonald's. And then we went to see a movie. And let me tell you guys about our first date. This dude let... he. We still argue over this. Well, not argue. We still, like, bicker over this to this very day. He chose Walking Tall, which was the most terrible movie ever, over... Johnson Family Vacation. And when we finally saw Johnson Family Vacation, we were just like, I can't believe we saw Walking Tall over this. But he basically picked it because he told me that he heard it was good. So when he said that, I'm like, okay, well, let's go see this. He says to this very day, and I know he's going to listen to this podcast and say I'm capping on here, but I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm telling y'all the truth. He made me believe that he, he heard Walking Tall was good, and so um, that's what we went to see. But it was it was very awkward for us again, because like I said, it was we were friends before that, but we were also young, young teen. We were teenagers, and so it was kind of just like the first first date jitters. But I feel like as you get older, you're more intentional about what it is you're looking for in a person, and you know, so it's different being a 15-year-old than being a 25-year-old. You know what you want, you know what you're looking for, and you can assertively assert that. <laughs> I guess that's what I can say. You can be assertive in what you want and, and, and what it is that you are looking for on that date. So this is just, I just wanted to talk about first date awkwardness and just not necessarily how to get over it. Well, in a, in a way, this is how to get over it. Just being prepared and looking for the right things and asking the right things. And you'll be fine. Just be yourself. You cannot go wrong with being yourself because guess what? There's somebody out there that's going to love you for you. That's going to appreciate you. That's going to value you and not who you think they want you to be so be yourself on your first date and i promise you you'll weed out those ones that aren't for you and you'll find that one weed that belongs to you and that's for you and so just remember god has somebody for you and it may take five dates may take 10 20 100 i don't know but just be yourself and i promise you you can't go wrong with that I'm Angie Rowe, the team wife that turned my struggles into strength, marital woes into wins, and made the mistakes so you don't have to. I'll see you guys all next week on the podcast.